0: Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. My name is Kimberly Fitton, everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your mindset and the way you do life in your big five areas, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, and emotionally. The shift is the thing. And when we shift our perspective on how and what it means to live a life abundant, things get better. Poverty no longer is a standard operating procedure. It it becomes the anomaly it was always meant to become. I don't teach about law of attraction. I really talk about universal laws based on biblical principles. And these biblical principles have always been there since before time began. And what happens is they've morphed into what people think is um, this new age thing that has always been a kind of, from age to age, still the same kind of thing. If you get the reference, then you're with me. I'm so happy to be sharing space with you. You can find out more about me at KimberlyFitton.com. Follow me on so all social media platforms. There's a YouTube channel with some free stuff and um some new stuff that's coming. And I know some of you guys are like, Kim, you've been saying that. And I don't think that you understand how long it takes to upload stuff. So thank you for your patience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And speaking of thank you, it's time to you know segue into our 17 seconds of gratitude just so you can be reminded that gratitude keeps us in the vein of great expectation it keeps us tuned in tapped in turned on to the frequency of heaven so we can be discerning on who we should pour into where our resources are and now my british accent is starting to sound a little australian so i'm gonna stop but um thanksgiving is the thing um it really is uh thanksgiving is giving thanks and i really am going to like talk about um the trigger in that i'm going to talk about changing one percent of the thoughts that you have um and switching them to gratitude and being able to see the difference thanksgiving is like the thing you guys Uh, so is love love is definitely the thing and they work in tandem, not separately. You can't be thankful and not operate in love. You can't love and not operate in gratitude. I think you get it. So let's get into the vein of receiving. That's what I like to call receiving mode and give thanks. I give thanks for my dreams. I give thanks that every time I ask a question, I receive an answer. And it may never be with the immediacy that I want the answer, but when the answer comes, I am always ready to hear it, receive it, and to even translate it if necessary. I really honor and give thanks for my dreams, being able to scribe them, being able to even tell the future. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you for these gifts. I appreciate the divine for these gifts because these gifts absolutely save lives and as always we always go over 17 seconds we'll never just give thanks for 17 seconds because it feels so good and once you start just like pringles once you pop you can't stop um but let's get to it so i'm gonna talk about two things um but actually one so last week i talked about engaging holy spirit and just that intimate relationship the friend is the formula um And just as I shared a story with you guys about how my dreams like, or like the Holy Spirit was like leading me to basically let me know that I'd be doing ministry with somebody and, um, to somebody and, uh, they were getting ready to, um, check out of this life. Right. Um, so on this past weekend, I had a dream. It was actually the most amazing dream. Um, and it was amazing because I just love how intricate heaven can be. And I will share what I am led to share because not everything is to be shared, but my dream happened inside of a dollhouse. Yep. Pretty cool. I know even that little bit sounds cool, but I was doing some things in this dream and a couple of friends of mine were there. And this particular friend, when I woke up, I knew that the dream, um, I needed to deliver a message to them. And I called them um, that morning and I said, Hey, I have a word for you um, if you want it. And she was like, Yep, I want it. And I was like, I need to give you a disclaimer. It's a word of correction and love. And she said, I that she still wanted it. Now, here's a teaching point you know how you feel like you. You know how you have been told that someone needs to stop doing something or follow directions or whatever it is. It's a word of correction. Um, You need to ask people if they want to hear what you have to say. This is honestly like you, you shouldn't just invade the space because the thing is, if you are supposed to tell them, the answer will always be yes is what I found. When someone is speaking to me and they say, um, I, you know, I have a word, of, a word from the Lord for you, I will tell them, depending on whether my spirit resonates with theirs, sure, let's hear it or keep that. And keep that saying, keep that is so important because whatever people utter, you guys know the power of words. Everybody's walking around here with the Ruach and the Rama, So if they're telling you something that does not align with your spirit, you've already heard it though and come into agreement with it. So it's best that you reject it. Like you must say out loud, I reject that. Um, This is just what I know. And um, a word from the Lord will always be on point and... Yeah. without going deeper into that, but whatever. So she said yes. And I began to tell her these things. Now I have to preface it by saying we do not talk every day. We actually have not talked over the phone. Um, in like maybe two years we've sent text messages, um, and this dream was so intricate about the state of her life and what she was going through um, that I just delivered it. I told her what the Lord told me to tell her. And it was, of course, on point because I believe I'm um, in the divine and his word. And there was a visceral response, but and her life was made better. She got some answers that she needed. And I just want to remind you guys to just be open to manifestation and more than monetary things. Manifestation and new gifts and new revelation and new tools and techniques to be able to assist people. I'm not talking about going out there and being wonderfully weird and charge well actually I am talking about being wonderfully weird. But I'm not talking about you know how people are just like the lord told me no no not not that. Don't make a spectacle of it, you know. Just flow. Um so Having spoken about that, I think it's great to get to the point of gratitude. I'm sorry. I cracked myself up, guys. All right. So this is off the work from Dr. Miles Monroe. And I actually did a live on Facebook about it like on Monday morning. I I talked about it. But um, in the Bible, we refer to as um, kings and lords. And if you don't believe me, you can find it um, songs are written uh, out of it. Um, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. If the divine is the King, then who are the other Kings that he's ruler over us? The divine is the Lord who are the Lords that he's ruler over us. And so in tradition, um, in, in the tradition of the kingdom, as we know it on earth, a King has subjects, right? So a King rules in the palace, But who rules um, the village, who rules and governs the stewards underneath the king? And so we are all stewards of the king given authority in the realms that we live in, right? If we're not tuned in to who we are and whose we are, That's what makes manifestation sticky because we have not come into consciousness of who we are. That's why we manifest unconsciously because we're manifesting all the time. So we're manifesting these things arbitrarily without being real focused and intentional with our manifestation. When you receive who you are and embrace it, you become intentional with your manifestation, i.e. the intention statement. So, um, Kim, what is my intention statement? It should be about like the will of the divine and how he wants you to operate in the earth. Yes, that does include your desires. Yes, it does include um, your dreams because he is the giver of dreams. So all of the things that you want to do in life, as long as they align with your highest good, it's a yes. Yes. It's a yes. And if it's not, if you don't receive what you want, remember, it's going to be the equivalent or something better because only your highest good can come to you. So us being kings and lords, stewards over the earth... Thanksgiving is our gift that we give to the king. So I'm going to use um, Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. When the Queen of Sheba came to visit Solomon, and this is based off the teachings, well, first of all, numerous teachings, my own research, and I was inspired by Dr. Miles Monroe and his work on the kingdom. May he forever live inspiring and teaching others about the wonders that he was shared with that were that were shared with him while he was operating in the earth. Um, but I want to make sure I give credit where credit is due and who inspired. so um Solomon. Was the richest king. No one has ever been like him, had what he had. And Queen of Sheba was absolutely wealthy as well. So she brought the best gifts, exotic gifts, rare gifts, when she came to visit King Solomon. King Solomon, though, before she left, blessed her and outdid her giving. What am I saying? I'm saying that you cannot outgive the King of Kings. But when you come into his presence, come with a gift. What can I give the divine? Oh, you. And the you that I speak of also can be done in Thanksgiving. The Bible talks about a gift of Thanksgiving. And if you say Thanksgiving backwards, it's giving thanks. So thanks is the gift. Gratitude is the gift that also triggers, um, I'm going to call it, like it's heavenly alchemy right it's like chemistry said um it triggers so much blessing, so much abundance that you don't have room to receive it yeah literally luke 6 and 38 talks about give and it shall be given to you pressed down shaken together running over shall men give into your bosom who gives seed to the sower the divine that's Every human being on this planet, the seed, whether they believe or not, is given by the divine and they sow. And so the only way to access the alchemy, the prophetic alchemy in Luke 6 and 38 is to operate in gratitude, to give thanks because when we give of all that we have, we will receive more than we've given so much more than we've given. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. I wish I had time to really break down that verse because there's so much and like so much embedded in there. The types of giving that the divine will give to you. It's the running over part for me. And you would be so surprised at what the analogy actually is that's being pressed, shaken, and running over. Maybe I'll unpack that later on and have a session, but I really want you all to just embrace the fact that while you're waiting for these material things to manifest and refusing to give of what you have, your hands are closed. When you operate in giving thanks, your hands and your heart are open thanksgiving is between you and the divine thank you for what you're doing thank you for what you've already done thank you that you're so intricate um, about the plans you have for my life and that only good can come to me thank you that you are father you are king you are friend you are love you are righteousness you are joy you are peace and whenever we hollow the name of god and begin to just honor him, he shows up as more of those things. So if I say that my mother is a wonderful provider, if I say that my mother is a wonderful cook, nine times out of 10, the people that I'm bragging about Um, Her too are going to be like, I can't wait to try her cooking. My mom, being the wonderful woman that she is, will then bake something as proof that she's amazing or cook something as proof that she's amazing. And this is exactly what the divine does. This is why there are so many verses and scriptures that talk about. Thanks in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you through Christ Jesus. And whatever state I'm in, therefore I will be content. Count it all joy. These are the operations of thanksgiving. And there are the tools. But we overlook them because we have been just um, suffocated by religion and legalism and thinking that the scriptures are just the scriptures and not gateways or doorways or even portals into knowing more. Give a gift to the king of kings. Give a gift to the king and be given even more than what you've given. I also said I wanted to talk about changing 1% of your thinking and switching it with Thanksgiving. Atomic Habits is a book that I have read and it's really awesome, amazing. It talks about how to change habits and it's not just by doing something real dramatic it's really by looking at something and saying what is one thing that i can change whether location thought action um one percent of the time to continue to do better our thoughts are something that needs to be changed Um, there is not a day that goes by where i don't have a contrary thought but it's what i do afterwards that has become a habit And it all started with 1%. If I make sure that after I say something negative, that I follow it up with Thanksgiving, a thought of Thanksgiving, and I do that, and I do that every day, every day, it will become a habit. It will become a pattern. And I will begin to unravel the negative patterns that have been started. I'm sorry, that have existed before that. A lot of us think that change happens because of one cataclysmic event. Oh, I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to diet. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to do all this. I'm going to work out every day. And really, it's about preparing the space for it. So I want you to really think about how to prepare a space for Thanksgiving. Are you going to tie a ribbon around your wrist or set a Thanksgiving alarm so that you can check your thoughts in the day up until that point and then replace those thoughts with thanksgiving. Um I was following a truck yesterday that literally in a snowstorm was doing like 30 miles an hour on 75, like on on 70. Um on, on a highway that speed limit was 70, right? And I was getting so irritated and I was like, "Oh my god, this nut And that's negative thinking. So I was like, okay, thank you. Thank you for the safety. Thank you for um, taking their time. Thank you that everyone's arriving where they need to be. And even when I saw on this van that the name of the company was like Speedy Expedited Service. We'll deliver it in the nick of time. I mean, the irony. (laughs) I still blessed and and chased that thought with something good. Try doing that with just one negative thought a day. You're going to see how good it feels to replace it with Thanksgiving, with the truth. It's not a bad day. It's an uncomfortable situation. It's not a bad moment. You just got angry and now you can change that. You're not poor. Your finances are in transition. You're not unwanted. The right people are on their way to you. Do that. And I promise you, starting with that 1% will make it so that 98% of your day is spent in the vein of gratitude. Little by little, he delivered them. One of my favorite scriptures. Little by little, we're shifting and we're making things better. We're making our world better. We're making our homes better. We're making our neighborhoods better. Our cities better. And I'm so super proud of you. I love you all. And I want you to have an amazing, amazing day.